With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it's Mike Sorg at Sorgatron, fresh out of PodCamp Pittsburgh here in Pittsburgh, PA at the Mayhem Studios for the Google Hangouty version of the Raw Wrap-Up. And with me from Poughkeepsie, New York, he's the maddest of the Michaels. He's the maddest Mike. Mad Mike. All hail the Cosmic King song. Forget the main events. Forget the title matches, title for title. Give us the comic book, guys. Before we get to that, give me the Indie Wrestling. Indie Wrestling.us has just launched in this past week. Less than a week ago as we're recording this, actually. And uh, it's the new place you guys can go for a lot of the Sorgatron Media productions. And not just that. A lot of friends of Sorgatron Media, uh, Vicious Outcast Wrestling, they're their own thing. Uh, Of course, our friends, International Wrestling Cartel, who are having a big, big match coming up of Rhino versus Tommy Dreamer for the IWC belt in a steel cage this weekend at WCWrestling.com for more information on that. But you can get their first match at Night of the Superstars 4 at IndieWrestling.us. Follow us on social media. Tons of sales going on, celebrating the, the launch of the site. We're trying to have some fun on there, so uh, we hope you're conversing with us on there. There's a lady most of the time on the other end of that tweeter, by the way. I know how to plug it to the wrestling fans. Ooh, a lady. A lady. A lady wrestling fan. How about that? And she's actually going to be joining us on the Mayhem Show this week. So, so um, lady wrestling fans don't exist. They're, That's just madness. They're just the myth like like fairies and, and John Cena clean losses for championships. Exactly, exactly. So no, I don't want to get to that. So let's get to that. The thing works. I we're we're comic book nerds, right? So so of course we're into the Stardust uh Wade Berry thing, which I think was they perfectly pitched it tonight. Uh they had to do something different. So they had the big connection with everybody and setting up the match last week on, on Raw. Uh but we had the uh and, and I posted the picture of the old Rogues Gallery from the Batman 1966 mm-hmm. movie uh, mm-hmm. with all of them together. That's what it feels like as a superhero team up calling them what are the Lords of uh, Lords of Darkness, the Lords of Darkness and Wade Barrett getting his super villain upgrade vest thing, shoulder so, pads, uh, eat your heart out road warriors. Cause this is even more badass. Eat kind your of heart out. Kevin Nash. I really hope. And you know, this is probably something just going into SummerSlam, and that's fine as a segment. Uh, we can look back at SummerSlam and say, that was amazing going into this. Um, but I really hope that this is a continuing thing with these two uh, coming out of SummerSlam. Uh, maybe not a feud with... I just want them maybe as a tag team or something. Barrett is the most interesting he's been. And he's had a freaking crown for how many months? That seems like a natural for him. It's been so much fun. And again, I tweeted, this is the moment. This is the moment. Recognize this moment. Because later on in his career, whatever happens with him, good, bad, or indifferent, this is the moment where you're going to look back to and say, yeah, that's where Stardust was really it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where that's where you're like, oh, he got his daddy's uh, 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 gift of, of gab. I want to know when way. he learned telekinesis. There's that too. I need to, because he made that thing magically rise. Like... I mean, and I know it's, it's this is all 
comic booky stuff, and that's fine. But you know what? Let's turn the entire tag division into a comic. Like it almost needs to be. It's colorful enough, isn't have, it? The primetime players are the heroes for hire. I mean, I'm okay with that. You could have the Lucha Dragons be like Alpha Flight. Like, come on, we we can we can workshop this whole thing. And the New Day are like the Thunderbolts or something like that. They all used to be good guys, and now they're all bad guys. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. Although the New Day, I don't think New Day are going to be technically bad guys for much longer the way the crowds are reacting to them lately. But anyways, so that's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. There's actually a debate going on the Facebook page. And I think maybe we'll touch on this a little bit more as we talk about SummerSlam going into it on Wrestling Mayhem show tomorrow night. But, uh, you know, they're kind of the, oh, I don't like my celebs. I don't like the chocolate in my peanut butter, uh, as in the celebs in my pro wrestling. And again, I go back to is like, well, we wouldn't have pro wrestling as we had didn't have now if we didn't have Mr. T, Liberace, and Muhammad Ali at the first one. And, and Cindy Lauper. And Cindy Lauper. Hey, you know what? It's easier for me to roll that off of a tongue. Okay, I know the girls just want to have fun, and some of the mayhemers do too. But uh, that wasn't part of my sample. But but still, I mean, I'm just saying, you get the idea. Um, it, they've always had this. It, it, it's it's a way for them to get attention, and it's working. And uh, and they're going to do it, especially if they're really going to try to elevate SummerSlam to be a bigger event, a la hopefully maybe a WrestleMania in the coming years. So. There's I that. think it helps that it's in New York. Yeah, I think that's that's it too. So I'm wondering, well, it's been in LA for how long too, right? So, so yeah, but LA. Grant, I'm biased on this, but New York and LA are different animals. Exactly. Oh, for, oh, certainly. But I think it was always a bigger. You know what? Let's hold this off. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll get to this on the Mayhem Show. We're kind of diverting from the raw talk. Um, so let's go to. That's because uh, it wasn't stuff. that good. I disagree. I right. wholly I, disagree. All right, I felt Raw felt really, really... Like, the last half hour of Raw was fantastic. The oh, yeah. The rest of Raw felt really, really long to me. Uh, well, really yes, long. because it's Raw, and we started with Triple H in the ring recapping matches that we're going to see at SummerSlam and reminding us uh nine ninety nine and his four-hour pay-per-view, uh, which even when he says that, remember how he said, like, I wish Raw wasn't three hours? I wish, I think he said SummerSlam was going to be a four hour event, and you read in his voice, oh man, we have to do four hours of freaking television again. Um, like that, I mean, I feel like that's a vibe where he's like, I don't think it's a great idea, but this is what we're doing, and I'm the guy that gets to tell you about it on TV. Well, technically, uh, they're doing five, Sorg. I know, six. I know, I know, and that has to be a hellacious <laughs> schedule for those guys. I feel so bad for the commentators, everything else. But, anyways, um, no, so you you thought it was long. You thought it was. I mean, I mean, we do. They have long matches where I don't think they need to, um, and there isn't enough going on them. Although I think the pairings, a lot of stuff we saw saw tonight were good matches. Like there was no snoozers. I mean, I know we've been having kind of problems with the Sheamus Randy Orton problems, being like, "Ugh, here we go." I can't care about this, but they pair it up with exciting people, and I thought we had some interesting matches out of that, some funky things happening in some of those matches, but still. But but it, it's also funny that we have both of those, and we had two Divas matches, and it felt like we had an eight-man tag, yet again, mind you, um, that had the Divas three-minute spot. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but it's just funny how that works out. I wish, just for once, we get a Randy Orton five-minute match. Like, let's not have him on TV over a commercial break. How about that? Like, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and I'm sorry. I know Jen Collins is going to disagree. We do not need Dean Ambrose talking for 35 minutes. No, I, I don't think I don't we think we don't. do. Well, I don't think we do. I, I think it's entertaining. They're doing something with them. Sure. Um, I'd rather see him in the ring, but um, I, I, and I agree, and I and I, I don't want this uh, buddy cop fun time with uh, him and, and, and Roman Reigns to end. Um, but uh, no, I think I think as far as like Raws go, I, I, I think it was fine. You know, for build up to SummerSlam, they hit all the points. I'm agreeing with your points in the Hangout, where it's like, uh, or no, actually, Eamon was more like these guys are touching each other so many times mm-hmm. before they get the match that's official it, does, it isn't special anymore and it's not and that's a problem and and as i was saying it was like yeah we don't have jobber matches it's not like we don't have more of a roster or maybe we don't have that much of a roster because they're all getting used on superstars of main event and we're just not seeing it right but i mean you don't even have to have jobber matches you can have matches that have inherent stories in them like you put kevin team kevin owens with the new day put him against Sheamus, uh, not Sheamus, um, against Cesaro and the primetime players and have Kevin Owens be the one ducking Cesaro the entire match. You have something like that where they, they're in the same match, they're on opposite sides, but they don't touch because that's how you build it because you want to see heels get their asses kicked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I, I don't know. It's... um. I, I I think it's the way they write. I, I don't know. I don't know what it's something about the way things are shaped. I feel like I feel like, you know, we know that that raw is being segmented by several, several writing teams and stuff. So I feel like like they're getting handed this batch of people to lead to this match at SummerSlam. And they maybe it's like it's hard to outsource out of that storyline. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, we're doing a thing with Wyatt's and we're doing a thing with Reigns and Ambrose. Um, well, who can we have to do something different and maybe throw them in a, a six man or something like that? And, uh, well, well, we had to borrow from this guy doing the storyline with with uh, Barrett over here, so we can't even snag Barrett the job to somebody, right? I mean, that's. I think there's. It's a weird political thing. I think it's not just like, well, why don't we just throw this guy in there? No, you because it's like. Um, you know how like in a big corporate company where you can't make a decision without having several meetings that really don't go anywhere? Um, I feel like that's how the booking on Monday Night Raw is at this point. That's and, how the booking's been for years. You can't change the ship of this is these two guys going da 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 to to SummerSlam because you have to file all your TPS reports in the booking room. You know what I mean? I like, I think that's where we're at. And I, I think people are like, well, they book the thing. I'm like, they can't. It's not just like, it's not like an indie show where there's one guy saying, you, you, he's over, do a thing. You, you, he's over, do a thing. I don't know if that's how they book, but like, okay. It, sometimes it looks like that's how they book actually. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> from my experience, uh, but, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think I think not, not as an excuse, but I think like, you know, if, if we're fans at this at this point, analyzing to this point, these kinds of shows, we should understand a little bit of the process. And so just kind of why is this a thing that happens? You know, I could do this so much better. Great. Let's hit you in there in a room with Vince McMahon and the guy that's pitching a Nazi storyline. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, I, I don't mean, know. That's just my kind of breakdown of that. It but. just seems like the past couple of pay-per-views. They've had the the go home show the week before the go home show, right? And I think that happens a lot because of scheduling of whoever they get. For instance, Stephen Amell is last week, right? Or maybe they say, "Well, we got Stephen Amell last week because we're going to be in Minnesota, and let's do this homecoming thing with Brock." You know, I think it is a, a tragedy of scheduling. I 
I mean, I guess, but like Taker tombstoning Brock Lesnar again and leaving him laying and Brock not getting up right away, that doesn't really make me want to see the match because in theory, the Undertaker's the face here, right? Trying to get his revenge, trying to get I don't know his anymore. I, don't, I, I really don't know anymore. I think, I, I one, I think, again, I think we can't go that because because uh, somebody is cheating. People are people are cheering one or the other, and honestly, uh, Taker's kind of the heel here. I think. I think he was just the heel tonight. Because I think he was a heel when he came out and interrupted his match at the pay per view. I think he was. I think he's been. You know. Um, he's got a reason that in his head sounds right. Um, but that's makes a good heel, you know? Um, I, I think, I think, yeah, no, I think, I, I, I think, I think he plays the heel on this one. Also, I think it's very possible. Uh, this is a, uh, undertaker retirement match too. No, definitely no? not. You don't nope. think? No, he is having a WrestleMania match in Texas. That's true. Okay. Against Sting. So something- I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if the Taker Lesnar match is interrupted by a man called Sting, regardless of what the internet says. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, okay. The other thing that got signed up is uh, Ziggler and Rusev. Ziggler and Rusev. No, that's not what I was going for. I was going title for title. But still, okay. Ziggler and Rusev, this is the best relationship-based storyline over the past three months. I know it got kind of prolonged because of the injury to Rusev that I've enjoyed thoroughly this entire time. There's something going on. There's development. He's the jilted lover. He's got the Lana lookalike. They're calf fighting. Uh, weird flag with his face on it, which I just noticed tonight because I was completely out of it last week when I watched Raw. Completely cool with me. I like it. Yes. Uh, Lana, like, again, I don't really know who the hate, who the face and heel is in that match, though. I don't. Wait a minute. No. Yeah, No. What Lana's been the one interfering in everything. Mm, mm-mm. I'm, huh. I'm, I'm in. Uh, you know what? Tell you what. You can have your Rusev and uh, Summer Ray or Summer Lana. They just camp. Been trying to live their life, Sork. And 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 I'll have my Ziggler and Lana camp all day long, and we'll see what comes out on top on SummerSlam. Okay. You know what I love? You know what I love about pro wrestling? We're saying, so, you know, we're kind of uh, we, we 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 get ourselves truncated in this idea of heel versus face, but you get to pick a team. That you think is right, mm-hmm. isn't that interesting? Yep, and yeah. and, and I said, love that. That's pretty right. Uh, yeah. So at some at some points, yes, but at some points, I don't know if it should have gone that far on X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Like it's enough, you know. Um, but not to that point where it's not like when the divas were doing this a few months ago, and just everybody was shitty. Well, and you're yeah. just like, why do I care? They're all cat fighting. I I don't get any of it, right? <laughs> um, it's just ladies doing things that, and I'm going to go take a pee break, even though I know they can wrestle in it, but they're just not. Uh, but anyways, uh, no, I think I think I think that's really interesting. Okay, let's go to. I want to get on this, and then we we we'll get out of here, and we'll talk more wrestling tomorrow night with ladies. Yeah. Um, title versus title. Cena and Rollins. You knew Cena would be fine. He's got he's got access to the best plastic surgeons in town. They put metal in his face. They've rebuilt him stronger, faster, prettier. 
Sorg, this was already broke on the Tough Enough wrap-up last week with myself and Jen Collins. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. I, I know you've been busy with PodCamp. I listened, no, and I listened. That was the one podcast you do I did listen to last week. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I mean, we all knew soon. No, I didn't miss it because I'm stacking up the Total Divas because I'm behind on Total Divas. And I, I listen, I have a process. I watch Tough Enough. I watch Tough Talk because that's usually more entertaining anyways. Then I watched you guys talk about the other shows. So Tough Enough is at least a two-hour endeavor for me these days for what is really kind of a 40-minute show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and just think how long it takes me to make it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Cena came back and Cena cut a heel promo again. Like, I, like, I don't know who I'm like, because Seth Rollins, he's a guy that's telling a lot of truths. And John Cena wasn't saying they weren't true. So who's the jerk? <laughs> like. It's it's such an odd concept that they can't seem to grasp. Yeah, like yeah, you know, like I said on the hangout, um, WWE heels are cowards. WWE faces are jerks. No one's a good person. Hey, you know what? Do you it's, <laughs> except it, it, like it, they're all they're all jocks in a locker room when in the end of it, and they're not going to be your friend, wrestling fan. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, no, you know, who's, you know who's going to be our friend, Sorg? Mm, who's that? Bailey. Bailey? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> no, I, I, want, I wanted to say that I love that they announced the double main event for NXT TakeOver right oh, before good. the Lesnar segment. Good, good, That's yes. excellent placement. Mm-hmm. That is excellent placement because they usually don't plug NXT like they should and on the main There's show. no point plugging it early in the show. Mm-hmm. The people that have stuck around to that last hour are the hardcore wrestling fans. Yeah. They've stuck around for three hours. Uh, so those are the people to talk to. And it was also right after the Sasha Banks match. Excellent timing. Perfect, excellent, perfect. excellent timing. By the perfect. way, NXT champ beat Divas champ tonight. I don't. Did she come out with the belt? I missed. She had no. it in the back. No, she, she, she didn't. Because she was holding it up in an Instagram in the back with the with the girls. So yeah, I don't know why they don't let her. It's bring weird. It I again, I think it's a political thing. Myself. I think it's. I think it's because they know the women's title looks better than the. Than that's the that's title. true too. That's true too. And notice, it's a women's title, and it's a branding issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, but no, I, I think Cena, Seth. I thought it was a great. Uh, somebody, I think uh, one of the Carlins is uh, uh, tweeted. Uh, best uh, best contract signing ever. I love the bits. I don't know Seth went on about da 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 as he does. It's great. I just didn't pay attention tonight. Uh, but Cena coming out and and referencing the the Ric Flair his mentor, but he wasn't Ric Flair's bitch thing was amazing. I disagree. Ah, come Cena on. Say, Cena saying he designed the fifteen time shirt months ago, and mm. they're just releasing it now, right before SummerSlam. If I if I were any fan, I would not wait until after SummerSlam to buy that. This is getting into uh, uh, SummerSlam predictions and stuff, but um, well, I'm just saying uh, no, but no, 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 no. I'm saying no, I'm saying what I'm saying yeah. uh, is uh, 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 Seth goes over clean, and I, well, okay, it can't be clean because uh, he can't no, go. Okay. Yep, uh, well, maybe, he does. maybe he just does. Maybe he just I, does. I think it's uh, a and, but but there can certainly be some major shenanigans. Because this is not the main event. Yeah. This is absolutely well, I, not the main event. I think it is. I think so, it yeah. is, and we have an hour-long time limit, Torque. 
I think they're going full Ring of Honor on it. What? Why do you think SummerSlam's four hours? So we're going to have basically a Broadway Iron Match between John Cena and Seth Rollins? Yep. Where are you getting your weed at? Um, I don't I don't smoke, Sork. No. I, I, I firmly believe this. I think that IC title match is going to be moved to the pre-show because they haven't announced the pre-show match yet. Mm-hmm. And no one cares about the IC title. Nobody except for Dan Hooven, who's the bit, world's biggest Ryback fan. Nobody cares about the <laughs> IC title. Sorry, no, Dan. All apologies to Dan Hooven. Nobody cares about it. You may like Ryback. That's fine. You don't actually care about the title, and I'll fight you if you say you do. Uh, because we haven't had it for, a mu- for over two months, and no one's noticed. Um, <laughs> but yeah. How many belts do we have? Wait, where are we? I, wait, what is this? Wait, in, well, inter, inter, interstitial? Inter, intergender? No, that's not right. What was the belt we had? Interstellar. Some guy named Mr. Perfect used to hold it, right? Interstellar. Interstellar, sort of. Uh, it needs to be, right? It's uh, a Matthew McConaughey title. That's all right, all right, all right. Okay, on that note, we'll talk more Raw, more or more wrestling, more SummerSlam, more fun tomorrow night. Live.wrestlingmamshow.com, 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can join us in the live chat. And uh, we are also talking with the fellows from 80s Mania Wrestling you can get on the iPhone and Android platforms. It's free uh, and it's beautiful. You should go, definitely go check it out uh, if you're into wrestling, into kind of those manager apps, and uh, it's a freemium kind of thing, but uh, I've been kind of tinkering with it. I know Riz has been loving it, so we'll be talking about, to them about 11 p.m. Eastern on Indie Mayhem Show. Uh, so Mad Mike, he's at Mad Mike 4883 He's a proprietor of many, many of our add-on shows, I guess I can call them here at Wrestling Mayhem Show, the wrap-ups of Midweek and 4. Sorg, mm-hmm. we have a special one coming this week. What do you got coming? We have, we will be recording on Thursday night, an hour-long Lucha Underground Season 1 in review. So if you have any Lucha emails, please email them to goodtimesatwrestlingmamshow.com. I will make sure we read them on the Lucha Underground Season 1 wrap-up. We're going to have a star-studded cast, Sorg. We're going to have me, we're going to have Garza, we're going to have Bobby, we're going to have Matt Carlins. It's going to be great. Yes, yes, the many faces of mayhem. Yes, the many faces god of mayhem. International superstars on the YouTubes. And by uh, the way, uh, if, pa- if Paul Heyman wanted to promote our podcast, I believe he would sing, My ears have heard the coming of the podcast of the Sorg. I really hope that isn't copywritten. I, like happy birthday style. No, I'm. He wouldn't have been able to do it if it wasn't public domain. Sure, he would because WWE has the money to pay for something like that. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's enough fair. of that. So that's a whole other podcast. It's not the uh, legal mayhem show. Although there's an idea. Uh, <laughs> we know people. We know people. We know people who are wrestlers in the legal field. So and we can call David Otunga. I'm sure we could. I don't know yeah. if he'll answer, but we can try calling him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, on that point, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Matt Sorgatron. Please check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and all the other shows of geekery and other topics and some client stuff and all kinds of cool stuff. And if you want me to help you with a podcast, SorgatronMedia.com, uh, IndieWrestling.us. If you want to support Indie Wrestling and by way, support us here on this podcast and uh, so many other things at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. For Mad Mike, I'm Sorgatron. We'll see you 
you guys next time on the Hangouts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.